0: The only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand, the Cold Lappin. As you know, every Friday we talk with a celebrity, a public figure making change in every sense of the word, and along the way has been in or may still be in money rehab. So today I'm talking with Katie Cassidy. Katie is an actress who starred in the TV series Arrow for a whopping eight seasons, casually. She is also a badass tech queen and one of the first celebrities to break into the NFT game. She just auctioned her first NFT called Me, She, We. So I called her up to talk about it. I am ready for some money rehab.
1: Let's go.
0: Yeah, baby. Okay, so before we dive in, we would love to do a quick round of money rehab, never have I ever. I'll ask you a question about your finances, and you can tell me if you have or you haven't made this money move. Never have I ever had a financial advisor. I have. Never have I ever missed a credit card payment. I
1: have. I really strongly suggest you pay your credit card off. Otherwise, the interest rates are insane. (laughs) And I learned that the hard way. You know, live and learn.
0: Never have I ever gone drunk shopping. Oh, yes, I have. You all have. Uh, Never have I ever found some extra cash in a random jean pocket or coat pocket. I have. And it
1: makes me so freaking happy when I do.
0: (laughs) Me too. I'm like, yes, an extra
1: 20 bucks. But also, you know, we can get into it later. But physical cash, how I feel about that. Oh, I can't
0: wait to hear. So never have I ever been audited? I was. I think I was
1: like 17. I had like no money, really. I had done some modeling when I was young. And, and I remember being like, really, what do they care about this girl who's got like $10,000 to her name? <laughs> Whatever it was then.
0: Who knows? <laughs> never have I ever had to remind a friend to pay me back for something?
1: I don't feel as though I've ever had to remind them.
0: All right, sister, here's the layup. Never have I ever sold an NFT?
1: I have.
0: Yeah. Tell me more. You are one of the first celebrities to get into NFTs. I really want to talk about that. I'm super interested in how you got interested in crypto and in tech.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So basically, I grew up totally as a, like, a gamer, a gamer girl. I used to play Mortal Kombat. I mean, from Mortal Kombat, Duke, Duke Nukem on the PC from 100 years ago. And then mm. my stepdad, he used to have me break down and build backup computers I think probably when I was I don't know eight or nine or ten just
0: you know Azure. probably just trying to
1: keep me so I wasn't annoying him while he was doing work he'd be like you see that computer over there can you break that down and build that back up? and I would do it and then I think he was also kind of impressed and I don't know I just I like figuring stuff out and I that's so badass I love technology and I love learning things and so about in 2016 2017 I learned about I learned a about cryptocurrency and through actually my ex-husband, which he does play into this later on in regards to my NFT. But I'm a big believer in it. And especially now, uh, I don't really ever want to touch a piece of physical cash after 2020 and, you know, COVID. It's kind of gross. Um, so I basically, you know, got into cryptocurrency then and I've just sort of kept up with it. And what I had gone through in my personal life over the last year and a half, I guess, there was a huge change in my life from going from Arrow on our eighth season and the show being completely finished November, 2019. And I was living in Canada for eight years. So moving back to Los Angeles um, and in January, 2020, I filed, I filed for divorce and I, then we were all forced into quarantine and, It was so interesting because I really, it really forced me. I haven't been able to, I don't know, self-love, self-care. I feel like while I was shooting that television show, I didn't necessarily take the best care of myself. I felt like I was always just going, going, going. And I never really looked inward and really learned how to fall in love with myself. And I think that's really important in regards to any, obviously, relationship. But before you can love other people, you need to learn how to love yourself. And so when I learned about NFTs, I was like, you know what? It's Women's History Month. I've
0: never done a nude shoot either. And I basically... I can't wait for you to pull all these together. The nude shoot, the (laughs) NFTs,
1: all the things. It'll all come together, I promise. (laughs) I promise you. So I basically, I was dating somebody during COVID because they lived in my building. And I met him, I remember, in the elevator. He was also going through a divorce. And we stayed together um, almost a year. And then around Valentine's Day... Uh, I basically I've given him this thing called love is art, which is, ba- it's a canvas that, the, the, this company sends you and they send you paint and you're s- supposed to, you know, have sex with your partner on this canvas covered in paint. And then you get it stretched and you put it on your wall. So I got this for my, for my boyfriend. Oh, don't worry. We didn't get to use it. He broke up with me like the next day. What? Which, yeah. And so like relearning to fall in love with myself again all over but i think that's life it's like ebbs and flows and you go you have to look we all get knocked down sometimes and we have to pick ourselves up and that's okay it just makes you stronger my brain when that happened it allowed actually all this like space to come into my brain i guess and creatively i was like you know what nft i've always been in a cryptocurrency gaming like all of it it all makes sense i'm gonna actually screw this guy <laughs> I'm going to take this canvas and I'm going to like make love to myself on it. And in fact, I'm then going to donate a portion of the proceeds, drop it as an NFT, be the first to do it. And I was, and that makes me really happy. And I wanted to do it for a good cause. And, you know, I think it, I think overall the important lesson is really as a woman learning how to embrace yourself, embrace your body and really love yourself. And this photo shoot we put together in three days with the Riker brothers, um, they're incredible photographers. We did it in my living room in less than an hour. Um, and what was crazy is we, the second they wrapped, we, everybody wrapped. they left the building. Literally two minutes later, a fire alarm went off in my condo. (laughs) And had I not, I had thought about like, Oh, maybe I'll just shower later so I can hang with you guys for a little bit. But I was like completely naked covered in paint. Oh my God fire would have started during this shoot. I would have been, I literally ran with my three cats, my giant greater Swiss mountain dog running down the fire escape. Luckily I washed the paint off by this point And I was in this teeny little like black dress slip thing, um, I'm like walking out on the front street barefoot. And I'm like, Oh my, and there was a fire in the garage of my building. Oh my and goodness. I was like, Oh my gosh, could you imagine if I was naked? I
0: mean, I mean it would just be another NFT.
1: Exactly. That's where the photo. Like, too bad the photographers had left by that point. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah, totally. Um,
1: so yeah, that's how it sort of all came together. And to be honest with you, I look at this photo shoot, and it's one of the, in my opinion, most artistic and and beautiful photo shoots I've ever done. Like the the Riker Brothers, they're so incredible. But I think also bringing the team together that I did, um, um. A, you know, a writer to write. She, she was a friend of mine. And I was like, I would love for you to cover this and write the article, um, on this. And, and the series I dropped is called me, she, we, um, and it's sort of about how, you know, I have this like personal persona. I have a public persona and I've also had to learn how to live and love both. Um, and so we, I dropped the series. Uh, we auctioned off the first piece that actually already was relisted on OpenSea, um, I think for around 14, I think it's equivalent to like 14K or something. Um, as there, whoever got that also is dropping it as an option. Uh, but whoever also, I, I, what I did is I sort of decided that I was gonna string together my NFT and actually sell the physical canvas. So whoever had gotten that canvas, or whoever had gotten that NFT specifically, um, is getting the, the physical canvas that I rolled around naked on. <laughs> so I had it stretched and it's being sent to, to the winner, which is exciting.
0: Wow. Hold on to your wallets, boys and girls. Money Rehab will be right back. Now, back to Business. So tell me how you even set up this auction. Like somebody's listening and they say, this sounds awesome. I also want to roll around on a canvas and auction it off. What do I do?
1: Yes. So if you go to Coinbase, you can buy cryptocurrency and you would buy Ether. You also then get a wallet. I have my MetaMask wallet and I take my Ether and put it there. And once I have a MetaMask account, you can then go to uh, the marketplace, which where I dropped my NFT was on OpenSea. And you can search for me, period, she, period, we, and my series comes up and, um, you go there and once you have made a mask, you can buy shares and have ownership of this digital original piece of artwork.
0: So just to step back for once again, if somebody's a total novice, if they're like, Katie and Nicole, what the fuck did you just say? Ether is a type of cryptocurrency, just like Bitcoin is a kind of cryptocurrency. And Coinbase is like where you go buy these cryptocurrencies, right? So you have to buy a specific type of Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency called Ethereum, right? That's the Ether that you were talking about. And then why do you put it in a wallet? To protect it. Yes. So you can protect it. And
1: there's a way to do that with like two factor authentication. You would then once you have a MetaMask account, transfer your coin from your Coinbase to your MetaMask and then you can go on your Metamask. Or like whatever Google. wallet you come up with. MetaMask is just one of many. And then you go and you can purchase with your Ether on OpenSea or you know, Nifty or Makerspace. There's there's so many. Yeah,
0: there's so many. Got it. So the crypto part wasn't stressful for you. No, no, okay. no. The crypto part was not stressful. The stressful part was like the being naked part. Yeah, the being
1: naked part. And but luckily again, it's been a huge success. I've accomplished what my goal was and and continue to do so. So I'm I'm really happy about it and I really do hope people you know really educate themselves on NFTs and cryptocurrency and get involved because this is the way of the
0: future. So NFTs are interesting because they're at the intersection of art and finance or creativity and data. Do you feel like your approach to NFTs was from one side or another? You seem to have both the left brain and the right brain. I don't know. Which one do you think is more dominant? Or do you think that this requires a mix of both?
1: In the crypto space or NFT space?
0: um, Yeah, in NFTs.
1: Well, I think as an artist and in the NFT space, I think it helps. Obviously, to have both able to tap into your left brain and your right brain. For me, yeah, I think that was very helpful. But it basically, you know, it also allows artists another way to connect with your fans. And they can actually help have an impact on your career because they believe in you as an artist, because they can support you and want to buy your art, whether it be, again, like a musician, a song.
0: It's going into a lot of different options like NFTs can be a lot of different things. Yeah. I think someone just recently
1: sold their house as an NFT.
0: Cool. One of the biggest criticisms is that NFTs can be copied. What do you say to people who think that NFTs are less valuable because they can be copied?
1: Well, they can't really be copied. I mean, sure, you could take a screenshot, but uh, that doesn't mean you can blow it up pixelated. You can't put it on your wall and you don't actually own the artwork you don't have certificate of authenticity and it's not I mean that just seems like bogus like making fake I don't know anything like didn't they make like a ton of fake beanie babies or something like that was bullshit it's like no that's not the whole that defeats the whole purpose of what this space is and what it is able to become
0: Do you think it's a real money-making opportunity? Because, you know, you are leading the charge to close the gender gap in crypto trading and trying to get more women involved. And I think that that gap can be bridged. Uh, But do you think that it's a big money-making opportunity? Or would you encourage people to get involved because of just being a collector sport?
1: A hundred percent. Just think, you know, we made 15 grand. I feel like, and it continues to grow, and it's just going to continue to grow. And anybody can do it. Anyone can get involved and start trading. And yes, I do believe that the value will continue to increase as more and more people get involved.
0: And so when you say fifteen grand will continue to grow, you get a royalty, right? Every time it's sold in perpetuity.
1: So resold, yes. Yeah. So somebody already had relisted what my they auctioned off what I they bought my auction and they have already relisted it at <laughs> By the way, let me just tell you 6.6, no, wait, 6.969. Oh my gosh. Ether, which I was like, dude, okay. This is like a 12 year old in his basement. Yeah. I know. Right. So we'll get a percentage of that once they resell and continue to resell. And then as ether continues to go up in price, that will look a lot. Those numbers are going to look a lot different, you know? And I think it's, it's supply and demand and, Um, I think the world is really ready. It feels like everybody's almost like ready to start accepting cryptocurrency
0: in general. What advice would you give your former self about money?
1: I really, okay. So when I first heard, when I first learned about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, go with your gut. I, that's not just on money. I think just in life in general, I need to And I have just trust myself because I remember hearing about it and I, my eyes lit up and I was like, oh my gosh, this, and I think Bitcoin was at like 3k at the time when I bought in. And I was like, I I remember thinking like, should I just like buy a bunch of Bitcoin or should I just like buy one, see how it goes? Of course, you know, my, I do have somebody who manages, I have a money manager, but he also, because I'm running around, well, was running around the world shooting and not able to do it all, even though I think I can and I try. Um, I, but my gut was like, go in. And if I would have gone in, now it's like, what, 68, 68, 66, what's it at right now? Mm-hmm.
0: 63, 2. 63, 2. So you would have told your former self to... Trust yourself. When it comes to money, when it comes to crypto, when it comes to both of the things? In general. Hmm. And here's a tip from Katie you can take straight to the bank. If I were someone who had money that they
1: didn't necessarily know, like, what should I do with it? It's just sitting in my account. Buy into cryptocurrency um, and don't put all your eggs in one basket. But I think, you know... I like to keep it diverse, and I like to kind of have my hand in everything, so put a little bit in this and a little bit in that.
0: Money Rehab is a production of iHeartMedia. I'm your host, Nicole Lappin. Our producers are Morgan Lavoie and Katherine Law. Money Rehab is edited and engineered by Brandon Dickert with help from Josh Fisher. Executive producers are Mangash Hatikadur and Will Pearson. Huge thanks to the OG Money Rehab supervising producer, Michelle Lambs, for her pre-production and development work. And as always, thanks to you for finally investing in yourself so that you can get it together and get it all.